0: This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode 29, with guest Joanne Amaya-Cohen. Any links to resources you hear in this podcast can be found at Life forward slash 29. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no-BS guide to self-help
1: and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen.
0: Hello there, ass kickers. Welcome to another edition of the Your Kick Ass Life podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Owen, and I am already at episode 29. I'm so excited to have this guest. She was actually recommended to me by a past guest that I had, Miss Danielle Dowling which if you haven't listened to that episode on self-sabotage, I suggest you do so. But uh, Danielle sent this wonderful guest over, and and before I start throwing some questions at her, I wanted to, to let you know who she is and, and what she does. So here's her, as she calls it, snazzy professional bio. So my guest today is Joanne Amaya-Cohen. She's an expert herbalist, inspirational speaker, Feminine Empowerment Mentor and author of The Healthy Feminine Leader, Alleviate Stress, Balance Your Hormones, and Tap into Your Power. Joanne received her Bachelor of Science from the University of Vermont with a focus on environmental studies and botanical medicine. This incredible training gave her the foundation for becoming a certified women's herbalist, a certified flower essence therapist, a plant spirit medicine practitioner, a Psyche K facilitator, medicinal aromatherapist, counselor, and shamanic practitioner. Also working as a birth doula, childbirth educator, and midwife assistant, Joanne has supported women in their most profound and intimate life-changing moments. She has humbly held space for women to face their fears, worries, anxieties, and joys in order for them to birth themselves as mothers. So welcome, Joanne.
2: Thank you so much. Very happy to be here.
0: I'm so happy to have you because I already feel more peaceful just talking to you.
2: <laughs> Perfect. My job's done.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's the end of the podcast. Okay. Bye. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I I was immediately drawn to you because I, you know, as my listeners know, if they've been listening to me a while, for a while and following me, they know I run like on this crazy high energy and, but I'm, I'm drawn to both kind, both kinds of women, you know, the women that are just like me and the women like you that are, cause it's like, I want a piece of you. Like I, I see that and I, and I want some of that in my life. And I think that like, I'm fascinated with what you do because I myself can't even keep a houseplant alive. Like I'm not joking. So like to, <laughs> <laughs> to talk to someone who's, you know, just a, a plant spirit medicine practitioner. Like how cool is that? Like I've never yeah. met anyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that has these
0: really cool um certifications and and I'm a, I'm also very passionate about birth and mm-hmm. women's empowerment in their choices and their their own just their own education especially in our country. So that's why I immediately was like I have to have her on my podcast. So today we're going to I'm going to ask you some questions and you guys This is all new to me too. I actually requested that Joanne have a phone call that she and I have a phone call before this podcast, uh, the day before we recorded this, because I'm like, I don't, I don't know your world. So please enlighten me so I can have a little bit (laughs) of a taste (laughs) before, before we record. So let me just start by asking you what, just lay out for us, what kind of issues do you help women with in your practice?
2: So, um, Women come to me for actually a variety of different reasons. Um, And really, when I talk about health, I'm talking about health, physical, emotional, and spiritual. We have a tendency to think of health just in our physical bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, And so women come to me for a lot of emotional issues. They're feeling stuck in their life. They feel like Mm-hmm. they haven't prioritized themselves for a while. They're feeling um, stressed out and anxious and kind of, I call it the trifecta of the modern woman is like irritable, overwhelmed, and anxious. So a lot of women come to me for those kinds of feelings, possibly even like boundary issues or past pains and woundings. And then I have this other section of women that come to me for menstrual disturbances, hormonal health issues, you know, like wanting to conceive, having fibroids, PMS, heavy cycles, endometriosis, fibroids, like the whole host of women's health issues. And the perspective that I'm really coming from with both of these is both of these issues is that it all just comes from the emotional space and that's the place we need to focus on for healing. So whether we're talking about our emotional health or our physical health, to me it all just comes back to our emotions. Mm -hmm. So um but definitely like if I had to create like an umbrella of of the women who come to me, it's really for things that are affecting who they are as women and how they want to navigate in the world and who they want to be and um, just kind of all things woman.
0: I love that. I love that you also mentioned that um, many of us. Yeah, we do. We think that our, our when we think of health, we think of physical, like diet and exercise. Ta da! And um, I, it's it's fascinating to me. I, I went to a he was a chiropractor, but he also. I don't know. I guess I should know exactly what he did, but he, he was very spiritual and he did this kind of stuff where he would like name all, he would look at my body. I had my clothes on, but he would like <laughs> <laughs> look at different parts of my body and he was like naming my organs. He'd be like liver, right lung, left lung, heart. And, and, I, and I was like, what is he doing? I didn't even know what he was doing. And then he asked me, he stopped when he got to my, I think it was my gallbladder. And he said, who are you resenting? And I was like, Mm Uh, why do you ask? And he's like, well, there's something going on in your gallbladder and you hold resentments in your gallbladder. Mm
3: -hmm. So we started
0: talking and we came to a conclusion, which I didn't even, I thought I was just fascinated by that. I'm like, how do you do that? Like I, I even, you know, I do this work all the time and like even myself. And I think that this is common for women. We get so stuck in our heads. We're just always in our heads and and, and the mind is just racing and, and our to-do lists and all these things. And I'm a firm believer that your body is always trying to tell you something. You just have to listen or get the right kind of help.
2: It's true. I mean, I think, I think that's such an important piece. I actually just this morning read this quote. um, I actually posted it on my Facebook page about um, something that the Dalai Lama said about how he's so confused by human nature in the sense that we put money before health Mm -hmm. And that, you know, we, we strive to make all this money at the expense of our health. And then when we have all this money, we have to focus on our health because we're so stressed out. And, and, you know, it's, it's such an interesting paradigm that we've been raised in because truthfully our bodies are the ones that are giving us whatever it is. You know, they, they allow us to live out our desires and it is fascinating that we've kind of cut ourselves off from listening to that wisdom or even taking the time to prioritize the health of our bodies. It's just like, Oh, we'll get to that later.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then, you know, that doesn't usually happen. I mean, you know, the women that come to me, it's like, they've been telling themselves that for years. And then finally something kicks them in their butt. Right. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I have to, I have to deal with this. Yeah. And, you know, my, my preference would be that we don't get to the place where we're, where the quality of our life is totally being infringed upon. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. actually just are working through our emotional issues or our physical issues as they pop up for us.
0: Right. I think many of us wait until it's an effing emergency.
2: Exactly.
0: And that and- <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way.
2: No, 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 no. It's like we're, we're bypassing our body's wisdom. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I hear you, but I'm not going to listen to you today. Oh, okay, I hear you, but I'm not going to listen. Yeah. And we end up in places that it's a lot harder to move out of that place to health or what I like to even call healing. Because um, health and healing to me are really different. Um so it's it's if we could catch it before it gets to that emergency place that's that would be the best mhm mhm
0: well sort of dovetailing off that and i'm trying to think if i can just kind of describe to you my my typical listener and yes. I, if i had to guess you know, I know a lot of my listeners are, are a lot like me, and and I think you named it when you were describing the type of woman that comes to you, and she's um, she might be anxiety-ridden and irritable, overwhelmed, I get that yeah, a lot, yes, stressed yes. out, you know, too much on their to-do list. So where do, you, where do you start? So when someone comes to you to work with you one-on-one, and, and I'm guessing this is probably, you know, they, they come to you for like an ongoing relationship. Where do you start? Like, what, is, what does it look like to work with Joanne and, and, <laughs> and your, your flower essences or whatever, whatever it is that you do?
2: So usually I start people with flower essences and mm-hmm. we can kind of go into what that all means. Um, yes. Maybe just after I explain what we do. But, you know, when somebody comes to me and they are overwhelmed and irritated and anxious, the first thing we have to do is, is get their system... Super supported because most of the time when you've been in that low level chronic state, your system is just like frazzled and fried. And if you could see me right now, which you can't, but like I'm kind of making movements, like it's, it's, it's needing like some loving TLC. It's mm-hmm. needing, um, some energetics of really calming the system down and balancing. So it's and more so, than like
0: a mani-pedi in a bubble bath, I assume? Yes,
2: yes, like? <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Those are all lovely. And it's
2: almost like, like that, that's kind of what I describe flower essences doing is like getting in the most delicious warm bath with bubbles or essential oils where you're just feeling so loved up uh-huh. and you're allowing yourself to receive that. With flower essences, we can address certain things. So if you have you know, a mind that's just going over and over and looping and stressed out, or if you find yourself irritated and frustrated and overloaded and overwhelmed, the first thing I want to help somebody feel is just start to feel better. Uh And then after that, we can start looking at some of the patterns and habits that are creating some of those constant low level experiences. Because You know, a lot of these things are just our default settings. You know, things get things get a little stressed out, and we all have a default setting. Like my default setting is to go into irritation. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, their default setting is overwhelm and kind of stuck or
0: panic irritation too. I'm with you with that, sister.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot. I go to parties, and I listen to women everyone is talking about how irritable they are. Mm -hmm. And so first we have to get women to start to feel better. And then we can start to create actual structures and changes in habits and patterns and ways of living, because that's ultimately if we can, if I can help somebody create a different quality of life, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And they also have to be willing to change certain ways that they've been coping. So, should I, Do you want me to explain flower yes, essences? Please, that's, that's probably, what probably a lot of you. people. I love the way yeah. this,
0: I love the way you explained it yesterday on the phone. That was kind of like I was pretty speechless, and that never happens.
2: Okay, well, I hope I can remember how I described <laughs> it. Um, so, I really like. I just get so amped up talking about flower essences. So I'm just going to take a deep breath first. Okay, I'll thing. do a
0: fist pump over here for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, I mean, not a lot of people know about flower essences. Um, They either confuse them with essential oils because they have that word essence in them Mm -hmm. um, or they just have never heard about them. And um, really part of my work and my mission is getting this medicine out into the world more because... They change people's lives and I watched it in my own life and I watch it in my clients over and over. And I call flower essences the fast track to healing. They, The way that they work in the system is that they start to pull up subconscious beliefs, um, self-judgment, self-doubt, self-hatreds. They start to bring up subconscious pains and hurts and wounds and they bring them up to the conscious mind so that we can start dealing with them. And they do it in this beautiful and subtle way to the point where sometimes it almost feels like you haven't even put that much energy into shifting out of a feeling that you've been trying to shift out of for a while. Mm -hmm. And in some ways it's, it's a little bit more, it's not as subtle, you know, you're really feeling into some of this pain and, um, how they work. So I think the way I described it to you yesterday is when you're drinking a cup of chamomile tea you're drinking the physical flower and the physical stems and when you drink that it goes into your physical body and it helps your nervous system to relax it can help your digestive system to relax so it's working physical to physical
0: Slash Andrea. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Andrea, masterclass.com slash Andrea.
1: If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself.
2: you're actually, when you make a flower essence, you're pulling out the energetic or the spirit or the vibration of a flower. And so when you ingest it, it's meeting you spirit to spirit or emotional to emotional or vibration to vibration. And so it's really working on the emotional or spiritual levels, which is really different than other ways that we use plant medicine. Um, And I just, I'm in awe of the power of flower essences. And I think that people, it's funny because most of my clients have never heard of flower essences. I
0: had never heard of it until I met you.
2: Yeah. So most of them, but it's the reason that they stick with me for years because when you start taking them and you see how quickly they work and you see how quickly they really change the emotional space that you're in, then you're kind of hooked because, um, I think for those who are really drawn to personal development and emotional inquiry, um, it's, it, it brings you to that place of freedom more quickly and, it's all about, for me, it's all about emotional freedom to me means that we're living in the present moment, making mm-hmm. choices in the present and not based on the past and past trauma. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So I love, them. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I love making customized formulas for women. I love hearing women's stories and, and thinking like, oh, okay, this flower would be perfect for that. That flower would be perfect for that. And then seeing what evolves from them taking that formula over a month's time.
0: So is that how it works? Like Now I'm thinking like practical stuff. So is it like, do you put it like in a capsule and they take it? Is it a tea? Do you burn it? Like how does it work?
2: Yeah, you, you ingest it and it's basically – um I give my clients a half ounce bottle and about a third of that is filled with brandy and two thirds of it is actually filled with the flower essence. The brandy just acts as a preservative and kills any bacteria. If you put the dropper close to your mouth or because we're really dealing with a vibrational remedy, which is very different than a physical remedy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you take a very small amount. Generally, the dosage is three drops, three times a day. So, I mean, that's a total of nine drops. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea with flower essences, similar to homeopathic medicine, is less is more. Okay. The less you take, the deeper into the emotional or the deeper into the spiritual it can go. And, um, you know, when somebody starts working with me, like I said, we kind of want to help their foundation feel more solid and then once that happens we can go into the deeper more releasing flower essences like Mm -hmm. possibly releasing sexual trauma or um, verbal abuse or um, betrayals you know but that doesn't happen for a little while i need to make sure that somebody's really in a place for that to happen um And, and I think people really like that. It's an internal, like, you you know, you have to take some drops. We like taking things. It feels (laughs) like there's something really working and you take it for a month's time, which I love because generally in a month, you know, in a full moon phase, there's a lot that shifts and changes and comes forward. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, they're, they're just amazing.
0: I believe it, and now that I heard you say that, I may have actually had some experience with this. So,
2: oh great, tell me.
0: I I don't know if it is the same thing or not. So, when I um, with my first child, he was in the breech position when I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. and so I had a cesarean section with him. Um, I know that breech birth is sort of a lost art in America, and he was a frank breech, and um, so he was a cesarean. Uh, My second child, I was determined to have. Uh, A vaginal birth after cesarean also known as as a VBAC for those of you that aren't familiar and 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 again for those of you that aren't familiar a VBAC in this culture it's getting better sorry in this country um, but it's still not I would say it's still not the preferred way for hospital births I um, I had some high blood pressure issues and so it was not like I didn't want to have a home birth like I did want to have a, a hospital birth just to be able to regulate that if something were to happen and so I hired a doula, my husband was a little hesitant. He's like, who is this stranger that you want to pay hundreds of dollars
2: mm-hmm, <laughs> to help you mm-hmm. have a baby
0: when we are going to the hospital? <laughs> mm-hmm. But he came on board when, when she talked to him. She was amazing, she, was, she helped me emotionally. Just She was just great, I love her forever. And uh, the, the challenge was is that they, because I, I had high blood pressure again, they were worried and so they they wanted to schedule my my second cesarean with my daughter and i was i was determined i just i felt intuitionally, and i can't explain it that's how intuition works that she was fine i would take these mm. baths with lavender essential oils and i would i would put soft music on and i would talk to her and i i felt like she was telling me i'm fine i'm not sure what the big deal is what y'all oh. are stressed about but i'm fine everything was fine but i was getting no, I was getting I wasn't getting that kind of support from the obstetricians. Um, so my I had the cesarean scheduled and it was the, a day before my due date. And my doula said, I can't what did she said something like, I can't hand them to you, but I have some I think it was either blue or black. Was it cohosh? Is that how you pronounce it?
2: Right. So those are actually herbs.
0: Okay, so it's different than a flower.
2: It's di well, that's working on the physical, so like generally use blue cohosh to start to like stimulate labor, and that's okay. a tincture, so it's in liquid, so it's can sometimes be confusing like that. Yeah, well, um, it worked, whatever it worked. was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The next day it, I went
0: into labor and I had a beautiful birth, and it was fine. Yay, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's an herbal tincture, and that's again, the it's extracted the physical part of the plant that then when you ingest it affects the physical part of the body. So that
0: would be more like chamomile tea.
2: Exactly. Okay. And so like with herbs, you can drink tea, you can take a tincture, you can take capsules, but they're all really focusing on the physical support and flower essences. And even like essential oils can work on the emotions um, right, we use lavender to really relax, and mm-hmm. I mean there's thousands of essential oils. But flower essences you ingest internally, which is different than other remedies that are working on the physical or the emotional.
0: Got it. Okay. So what yes. is? I, and I know that that you also deal with with women's hormones as you as you've mentioned. So what is the link between our emotional health and our hormonal health?
2: So, you know, I. I've been doing this work for 13 years. And, you know, when you do any sort of work for a long period of time, you start to see similarities, uh-huh. you know. And so women would come to me for hormonal support and herbal support, and I'd start to listen to their stories. And over time, I started seeing that there's actually this thread that runs through most of our stories that has to do with some sort of feminine wounding. Hmm. And when I say feminine wounding, I don't mean just blatant sexual abuse or physical abuse. Cause that's just, that's kind of where our mind goes to when we think of wounding. Um, what I'm talking about is a much bigger piece. So for those listening, just like take a moment and I'm going to ask you, have you ever felt any of these? And so, um, have you ever felt or been Have you ever been betrayed? Have you ever wanted to say no, but you said yes? Have you ever thought perfection was proof of your strength? Have you ever had your self-worth questioned? Have you ever had your sexuality violated? So if you answered yes to any of those which I would imagine every woman says yes to. I said yes and- to
0: every single one except the first one. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, all and of the we, above. And we have
2: varying degrees of what that means, right? Mm-hmm. So but we've all had it. And usually what happens is when we've had those experiences in our lives, we're probably a lot younger and we didn't at that time have the proper tools to really process them and, you know, digest them and release them. And they can be so painful that we shove them, we shove them down because who wants to deal with that level of pain? Right. And, um, for women, those issues specifically of self-worth and sexuality and boundaries, those get lodged in our reproductive tissues. Hmm. And for me, what I've learned to use is flower essences. So, Not only do women come to me for, okay, let me just help with the emotions of what's happening, a divorce, the loss of a loved one, feeling stuck, irritable, anxious, those things. But when I'm working with somebody for hormonal health, the first step is us figuring out what's that wounding and how can we start to pull that stuff out of the tissues? Because if I just give somebody an herbal formula, what happens is they take it and they start to get better and then they plateau.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and I'm most interested in healing. And so if we can pull out that trauma that's been sitting inside and percolating and just stuck in those tissues, then when we actually get to the place of giving you an herbal formula, you get better quickly, and it lasts. You know, we want things to be sustainable. So yeah. um, so I've just seen over years and years this common thread Between our emotional past and our present physical health issues, especially with women, because we have a tendency, we are more emotional Mm -hmm. and, um, we just, we store things in our bodies.
0: Yeah. And I, I mentioned this to you yesterday when we were chatting and the first time I had ever heard of that, you know, storing emotions in our bodies. I, you know, because most of my listeners know, I went. My life-changing experience and what brought me to my own personal development journey was sort of the entry point. Was my divorce from my husband, and when I was, you know, I went to therapy for it. I every time I had a new life coach, it would come up, um, because I, you know, I, I maybe I would have a dream about him or something would happen, and I would be mad that I was still dealing with it, and and that he was still even in my thoughts. I really wanted it just to be a switch that I could turn off and I had a very um, spiritually connected coach, her name her name is Sarah Mitchell, and she said, well, she's like, I'm a firm believer that when you have an intense bond with someone, especially if you have a sexual relationship with another human being, that when you split apart, no matter how it ended, that their energy can still live in your cells. And I was both, um, I, I, I loved her and hated her for telling me that. <laughs> 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 because it was like, it was sort of like permission that it was still hanging around, like, mm. okay. And, and when I released that, like when I just sort of accepted it and I didn't make it mean anything, like it didn't mean that I still wanted to be with him. It didn't mean that I was, you know, that I had to feel guilty to my current husband. It was okay. I just made it just what it was. And then also I was kind of like, dang it, like I don't want him to be in my cells. But really it's been, a, it was a positive experience having that perspective
2: yeah. And and it's, I remember actually, I had a similar experience once when I was in, um, with my first herbal teacher and it was all women that she was teaching to. And she looked around and said, you know, that you will carry, um, like the cellular memory of every man you've ever been with. And we all looked at each other horrified, like, <laughs> like Oh my God. Um, Holy and, cow! You know, so there is part of that, and there is just this other piece of especially when relationships have ended in a way that you've had wounding or pain, that trauma still is in the tissues unless you've um worked with somebody or used some modality that actually can get it up and out like it's to me, it's just like old junk and gunk mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. can sit in there, and it's not really we don't want it sitting in there, yeah. It's that's time it. that's, to that's, get it
0: out. That's exactly how my, my former coach described it too. And so I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who have had a similar experience where it's an ex-husband or an ex-boyfriend and it's not ended well, or maybe it did end well even, but there's like, they still kind of feel like you just said, maybe they are carrying around the energy in their cells. So can you give us even like a sort of like a case study example from your own work uh, of how you have healed someone from that?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the first person who comes to mind who I think I shared with you yesterday, because it was just so recent, um, was a woman who came to me for, um, a severe vaginal itch that she had had for eight years, um, really to the point of like, um, like tearing her tissues because the itch was so bad. And she had gone to her doctor and, um, he had said, you know, they had done like every kind of lab work, blood work, hormonal analysis, and everything kept coming up negative. And for me, when I hear women's stories and there's been a chronic situation, whether it's a chronic emotion that they've had for years, like stuck, confused, overwhelmed, or it's a chronic physical thing, my, my like mind goes into such deep curiosity mm-hmm. because it's really like our bodies are trying to constantly um, communicate with us. And these things are actually signals from our body that we need to focus and address and hear. And we most often don't or ignore them or we'll deal with them later as we were talking about earlier. Um, And so for this woman, Oh, and her doctor had said to her at one point he told her she was making it all up (gasps) because he couldn't find anything. Yeah. And that's like, you know, I mean, who would make something like that up?
0: Disempowering for her too.
2: Right. It was, I mean, eight and, and imagine like eight years <sighs> of dealing with this. That's a, that's a long time. Yeah. So she, um, she came to me. And so one of the things that I do is I figure out, you know, what's at the root cause of these things. So most of the time it's trauma, but sometimes it can be a dormant infection or it can be heavy metals or it can be, um, current life stress. Like there's so many pieces that are part of this picture, but if we can kind of tap into the root, then, you know, we're we're on the right track. So for her, trauma kept coming up when I was working with her. And then um, I can pinpoint the ages. And for her, it was coming up the ages of five through nine. Mm-hmm. And usually when there's a span of ages, I know there's been some abuse. Like it's not just age 5, mm-hmm. it's 4 years. So I, you know, we talked about it and she said my father molested me from age 5 to 9. Mm-hmm. And she had only told her mother in her life. And she had a new baby and was married and and the relief of having somebody Else hear her story was so powerful for her. Um, but she had never dealt with it. it. was I mean, it's so painful, right? So of course, we just do everything to shove it. Uh-huh. And so we did um, four sessions. And by the second session,
3: she had no more itch.
4: Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff.
0: That's amazing. So let me get this straight. So is it kind of like she was basically carrying around this emotional trauma, also known as maybe like emotional baggage? So she mm-hmm. was literally carrying it around in her body and her cells and her tissues, and it was manifesting as a vaginal itch.
2: Exactly. Wow. And every woman manifests it differently. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had women who manifest it just as painful, painful cramping Mm -hmm. or, you know, with their cycle every month or fertility challenges um, or fibroids. You know, it's it manifests really different. And, you know, in my mind, like I said, like, so it's the body communicating and I look at those things as gifts because when it actually starts to manifest in the physical, we have the opportunity To really start to heal ourselves Mm -hmm. before it manifests, we have that tendency of like, I'll deal with it later, shove it away. But when we start to be affected physically, that's Uh usually when women are like, I got I have to actually deal with this. Now for this specific woman, there's still a lot for her to do. I mean, for 20 years, she hasn't told anyone about this. So there's still more emotional cleansing and healing and, um, anger, like all of this stuff that still needs to come out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it'll be really interesting to see in six months or a year of this focused, um, focused internal growth, what actually happens and transforms in her everyday life.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it. This is just so fascinating to me. So let me ask you this, you know, I've heard people say, Oh, I get really bad menstrual cramps, but my mom and my sisters have always been that way too, or mm-hmm. which I, what I found was kind of interesting was that my mom and my sister and myself all had very quick births. Mm-hmm. Um, like my mom's third child, which was me, it was an hour from right. water breaking to right. me coming out and with my, my daughter, it was, it was four hours and which which she was basically my first birth because, you know, I never labored with my son. So do you ever find like, is that ever the case where it just sort of is like, she just had a vaginal infection or, or do you, are you a firm believer that no, it always is rooted with some emotional issue?
2: It's such a good question. Um, you know, I, it can be just physical, you know, the, the, this technique that I use to really figure out what's at the root cause. Sometimes it is purely physical like. I just had a client who um, had severe PMS and we found out she has a dormant infection of shingles Okay. and mm-hmm. somehow it was affecting her cycle. And we cleared the shingles and, and she also started taking herbs to help with the physiological piece. And so that was purely physical, but what I've seen 97% of the time is that there's some emotional piece, whether Mm -hmm. it's past trauma or current life stress. And whether or not, I mean, I have heard the same thing. Like I've heard so many clients say to me, well, my mom had really bad cramps and my sister has really bad cramps. And so that's just kind of my lot for this life. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like We have a tendency in our society to normalize everything. Yes, true. You know, like if (laughs) one or more person has something, then it's that's just how it goes. And I just don't believe that. Like I I have a total, total love for postpartum women. I just, Mm -hmm. I love supporting them. But there is such a deep level of normalizing what happens to women in postpartum. So it's just like, well, I'm supposed to be overwhelmed and exhausted and kind of irritated and, you know, kind of upset with my partner and all of this. And it's like, why? Hmm. So just because your mom might've felt that or your best friend felt that, why does that mean? Does Do you actually want that to be your experience?
0: I, I, I appreciate you answering that question. And I, I think that, you know, while you were saying that, I was thinking, even if it's not, you know, maybe even if you do have for that woman, maybe it just was about, you know, if it turned out that way that it just happened to be a physical thing that she had. I think there's never any harm in dealing with your other emotional stuff, regardless if it's corrected, connected to your physical ailments. Just, I think that I don't think that there is a person on the planet that doesn't have emotional traumas and, and, um, and just things that have hurt them over the years. And it's, you know, I, I work with, um, some of my clients, and I'm um, I'm sober, so I got sober two and a half years ago, and I'm, I'm passionate about the 12-step program I'm a part of, and I've, a few of my clients have come to me who want to stop drinking. And that early sobriety, it was my experience and the experience of, of these people I've worked with and seen in recovery. That first time as an adult woman of actually feeling your feelings without drinking can be Earth shattering. Oh, yeah. For lack of a better word. I remember yeah. the day I sat at my kitchen counter so overwhelmed. I don't even remember exactly what it, I was stressed about, but I was on the phone with my best friend Amy and I was crying. And I was, it was like the, like I couldn't even, like she couldn't even understand me. I was crying so hard. And she said, Is this the first time you've ever felt your feelings without something? And I stopped crying and I was like, So this is what it feels like. <laughs> exactly and I, I imagine you know like there's so like our culture we just sweep that under the rug like just go have a glass of wine just go here's the credit card go retail therapy you know we call it and i think that my point is is that no matter even if you don't have any physical ailments you got to be carrying around something girl
2: <laughs> i mean we all do we yeah. all do it's it's so true and i i i would say like <laughs> It, it when we feel into those feelings, it can be really painful. That's why we have it. You and know, that's why that's, we
0: avoid it. That's why we've
2: been <laughs> avoiding them. So, you know, if to me, my biggest driving force in my life is emotional freedom. That is like, and 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 it doesn't mean that it's easy all the time, but for me, that's, that's the most important. Mm -hmm. And so I need to constantly be having a way to remind myself when I'm feeling scared or comparing myself to others or judging myself, I have to have a way to keep moving forward. Um, Because you can get stuck in those places of rupture for years and years Mm -hmm. and years. And I mean, my whole thing is like, let's move from that place of rupture to rapture, you know, really creating powerful, amazing, exquisite, pleasurable, happy lives. Yeah. And in order to do that, we got to move through our emotions for sure.
0: Yeah. The it's, only just, way it's just, it's just kind
2: through. of like mandatory. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Yeah. I remember hearing that quote, like the only way out is through and for years I tried to dodge it, go around it, drink through it. And the thing with emotional pain is that it doesn't go away. <laughs> it
2: doesn't. Damn it. <laughs> it just won't. I mean, it will not go away until we face it. And mm-hmm. and that's honestly one of the reasons I love flower essences, because they they pull things up in such a beautifully subtle way that it it becomes manageable. So even if it is feels a little bit more painful or you're really feeling in your heart it's they only bring up what you're really ready to actually face and experience and um i just love them for that i just and that's why i think so many women resonate with them because it's not like i'm standing there like a drill sergeant being like the only way through is out like you better get going you know it's it's done in this really safe beautiful way i have a client who calls her bottle of flower essence that I make for her each month, and every month you get a different formula mm-hmm. because you've changed. Um, I she calls it her best friend. Uh. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, she has this friend that she carries with her all month, so she doesn't feel alone, she feels totally supported, and that and that's one of the main reasons I love them is because they allow you to get to this place of emotional freedom in this. Gentle, loving, and potent way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I just I could talk to you all day, but <laughs> I, I do have to wrap it up. And thank you so much for being here. I just I am I I love everything about you and and your work and for those of you listening that that want links to to joanne go to your kickass life forward slash two nine your kickass life forward slash two nine you can find links to her website where you can download for free three ways to tap into your innate feminine wisdom and balance your hormones right now mm-hmm. and um is there anything else you want to add in closing or or maybe like tell help people exactly a, a better way to find you
2: I mean, I think my website is an amazing place to find me. I have lots of blogs and videos. Um, and really, I just love being in service and creating or expanding the conversation of health. And um, I, I'm just so happy to have talked to you and the women in your community. And I just feel very grateful right now.
0: Oh, good. Likewise. And I, I just, I never saw your, all your videos and I love that. It. it looks like you're in like different scenery every single video. So people don't get bored. <laughs> That's funny. Definitely That's not funny. a boring background. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and are you on, do you have a Facebook page or a, a, I have Twitter? a
2: Facebook page? It's just Joanne Twitter? Amaya Cohen. Okay. Um, my Twitter and Instagram is naturally Joanne Perfect. And, um, uh, I think that's, I don't think I don't have, I don't, I can't keep up with all the other social media. That's plenty, that's plenty, that's for plenty. Me too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So send her a tweet, naturally Joanne on Twitter or find her on Facebook, sign up for her, for her website and, uh, share this podcast. If you know anyone that is dealing with, you know, if you know anyone that's dealing with emotional trauma, <laughs> troubles, <laughs> hormonal issues, who might be interested in joanne and i would love to have you on again i you know now that i know about this and hopefully we'll get a chance to try some stuff and yeah p.s joanne and i of course had to talk before this and i was telling her about about my my deep issues and now i want to try some um some flower essences I yay
2: can't wait to get my hands on you <laughs>
0: All right, you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening again to another episode. And again, that's your kickass Life Forward Slash 29. And I will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks.